Hello, hello. Welcome, everyone. This is weekly message from Moral Gospel Mission Church. Hope everyone had a peaceful week. Let's all begin this week's sermon first with Psalm 91. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress. My God, in Him will I trust. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler, and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers, and under his wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked, because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the Most High, thy habitation. There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee, to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, the young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet. Because he hath set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble, I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Today's text comes from Song of Solomon, chapter 4, verse 1 through 5. Song of Solomon 4, verse 1 through 5. Behold, thou art fair, my love. Behold, thou art fair. Thou hast dove's eyes within thy locks. Thy hair is as a flock of goats that appear from Mount Gilead. Thy teeth are like a flock of sheep that are even shorn, which came up from the washing, whereof every one bear twins, and none is barren among them. Thy lips are like a thread of scarlet, and thy speech is comely. Thy temples are like a piece of pomegranate within thy locks. Thy neck Thy neck is like the tower of David builded for an armory, whereon there hang a thousand bucklers, all shields of mighty men. Thy two breasts are like two young roves that are twins, which feed among the lilies. Let us pray. Lord, as we dive deeper into your words today, please give us understanding of all your words through the Holy Ghost. Through the anointing of the Holy Ghost and understanding of the scriptures, please provide the audience your grace and mercy to discern the times and seasons of this current biblical biblical dispensation. In Christ Jesus' name we pray. Amen. We can hear the voice of Jesus Christ to the Christians in the Holy Ghost who have become his beautiful bride through the words of Solomon to the Shulamite. 
The bride of Christ has been chosen as a glorious helping spouse of Christ to join him fill all in all in eternity. We need to think deeply about why God wants hopeless sinners, Jews and Gentiles alike, to be his helping spouse. Unto the rebellious sinners of Israel, God said this, Turn, O backsliding children, saith the Lord, for I am married unto you, and I will take you one of a city and two of a family, and I will bring you to Zion. Jeremiah 3 verse 14. Not only this, but through the Apostle Paul, he said the same to the New Testament believers. In 2 Corinthians 11 verse 1 and 2, Would to God ye could bear with me a little in my folly, and indeed bear with me, for I am jealous over you with godly jealousy, for I have espoused you to one husband, that I may present you as a chaste virgin to Christ. In order to realize this truth, God created man in his own image and likeness on the earth that he created, and allowed him to have dominion over all things that he created in them. It is a biblical fact that God fills the universe with all things so that people are essential for the work of governing all these things. The Bible tells in detail what he will do to restore the people who have become sinners back to the image and likeness of God and to become a helper by becoming the Holy Bride of Jesus Christ. The resurrected Jesus made a very important statement when he told his disciples about how all the scriptures testify of him of himself. Luke 24, 46-48 And said unto them, Thus it is written, and thus it behoved Christ to suffer and to rise from the dead the third day, and that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name among all nations, beginning at Jerusalem. And ye are the witnesses of these things. He said that all nations shall receive the remission of sins through repentance. So we need to know what repentance is and what changes will occur when we receive the forgiveness of sins. Before taking away all the sins of the law, by imputing all the sins of the law into his own body and dying on the cross, Jesus told his disciples before he died that when the Holy Ghost comes after his death and resurrection on the third day, the Holy Ghost will reprove of sin unto the world. He said that when the age of law passes by and the age of grace comes, it is no longer sin against the law, but it is sin not to believe in Jesus himself who had taken away the sins of the law. John 16, verse 8 and 9. And when he is come, he will reprove the world of sin, and of righteousness, and of judgment, of sin, because they believe not on me. 
When we believe in Jesus Christ, who took away the sin of the world and repent with our whole heart for our sin of not believing in him, all the sins deeply rooted in our hearts are removed by the blood of Christ, so that we may receive eternal life through the Holy Ghost and receive salvation of our souls. Hebrews 10 verse 3 and 4 But in those sacrifices there is a remembrance again made of sins every year. For it is not possible that the blood of bulls and goats should take away sins. And then Hebrews 9 verse 12 through 14. Neither by the blood of goats and calves, but by his own blood, he entered in once into the holy place, having obtained eternal redemption for us. For if the blood of bulls and of goats and the ashes of an heifer sprinkling the unclean sanctifieth to the purifying of the flesh, how much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal Spirit offered himself without spot to God, purge your conscience from dead works to serve the living God? Jesus spoke to his disciples of what sort of sins are in the conscience of all men. Mark chapter 7 verse 20 through 23 lists all the sins. And he said that which cometh out of the man that defileth the man. For from within, out of the hearts of men, proceed evil thoughts, adulteries, fornications, murders, thefts, covetousness, wickedness, deceit, lasciviousness, an evil eye, blasphemy, pride, foolishness. All these evil things come from within and defile the man. Once anyone understands that it is sin for not believing in Jesus Christ, who took away all the sin of the world, by imputing them to his own body on the cross, and that once that person repents, all sins are forgiven and the blood of Christ flows spiritually into the body. When all the 13 sins are cleansed, taken away, the soul that was once headed down to hell shall be saved. The Bible says that no one can take the soul away once saved and sanctified. Hebrews 10.10 10. By the which will we are sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. Hebrews 10, 12 through 14. But this man, after he had offered one sacrifice for sins forever, sat down on the right hand of God, from henceforth, expecting till his enemies be made his footstool. For by one offering he hath perfected forever them that are sanctified. The Apostle Paul also witnessed this wonderful grace to the saints in Rome. Romans 8, verse 30 through 35. Who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? It is God that justifieth. Who is he that condemneth? It is Christ that died. Yea, rather, that is risen again, who is even at the right hand of God, who also maketh intercession for us. 
Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation, or distress, or persecution, or famine, or nakedness, or peril, or sword? No one can take away the salvation of Christians whose souls have been saved because of their faith in Christ and His blood, which has taken away all of their sins. However, after being saved, we must constantly confess our sins to be sanctified by purifying our soul with the washing of water by the words. The Lord also prayed to sanctify His disciples by the word of the Father, which is the truth. Christians confess and repent of their sins daily, not for the sake of salvation, but because they must be purified to be like Christ unto holiness until they meet Christ Jesus, so that they work out their salvation with fear and trembling. The Apostle John testified of the life in which Christians confess their sins. 1 John chapter 1, verse 9-10 through 10. If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say that we have not sinned, we make Him a liar and His word is not in us. Solomon praised the beauty and holiness of his bride, the Shulamite. He spoke with love of her eyes, her hair, her teeth, her lips, her cheeks, her neck, and her two breasts. Our Lord Jesus Christ also wants the Christians to be seen as holy as the Shulamite, patiently waiting to meet with the Lord on the day of His appearing, the day of Christ. Christ looks only at us, and He wants our eyes to be hidden in our hair like the Shulamite, and to only look at Him like a dove. Sins occur when we stop looking only at the Lord. In the old days, Eve turned her own eyes toward the serpent. She then committed the unimaginable sin which has passed on to all humans. Even today, Christians commit the sin of spiritual adultery when they, when they fall in love with the world by turning their eyes to the world instead of looking to the Lord. The Lord wants our souls to be white and pure like shorn sheep. He also wants us to bear many fruits as if giving birth to twins in a condition of being unable to bear children. Through the fruit of the Spirit, the Lord is always wanting a soul-winning bride. John 15 verse 2 Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purgeth it, that it may bring forth more fruit. Solomon saw the lips of the Shulamite as the blood of Christ, and also as the scarlet thread of Rahab, the prostitute who hid the two spies back in the day by hanging a scarlet thread on the window and saved the entire family. He also praised the Shulamites' temples as the likes of the pomegranate full of seeds, just like the saved souls of Rahab's family. 
In addition, her figure shows the image of the Bride of Christ, who has beautifully put on the full armor of God through the anointing of the blood, the Word, and the Holy Ghost. Solomon says that the spoken words of the Shulamite are beautiful. The Lord also wants his own brides to use beautiful words. As the Apostle Paul testified of this, Ephesians 5, 4, Neither filthiness nor foolish talking nor jesting, which are not convenient, but rather giving of thanks. Colossians 4, verse 6, let your speech be always with grace, seasoned with salt, that ye may know how ye ought to answer every man. The Lord does not want Christians to be stiff-necked like the proud and arrogant Jews of the old, but rather have a strong neck like Stephen did to rebuke and fight against stiff-necked sinners. Solomon says that the two breasts of the Shulamite are like two young roe deer twins that feed among the lilies. The Lord wants Christians to live a spiritually balanced lives. Jesus, the only begotten Son, whose word became flesh, was full of grace and truth. The Apostle Paul told the saints in Colossae that he had heard their faith in Jesus and their love for the saints. A balanced life through the word and prayer is also a very beautiful thing. Apostle Paul wrote his testimonies to the saints in Thessalonian church. 1 Thessalonians 4 verse 3 For this is the will of God even your sanctification, that ye should abstain from fornication. 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 23 And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly, and I pray God your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless unto the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. Jesus will return soon. He will come for his church first, the chaste bride of Christ, before he allows the great tribulation to start on earth. He will then return on his second coming with the church to destroy the unbelieving world. He will then set up and rule his millennial kingdom here on earth. He invites everyone to escape the coming wrath and be with God the Father. Admit your sinner for not believing the blood shed by Jesus. Repent and believe in this gospel how that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures and that he was buried and rose again the third day according to the scriptures. You must repent and believe the gospel with all your heart. Pray for wisdom and understanding of the Holy Bible as you study and let Jesus lead you in truth and spirit. Jesus is waiting for you even today. The day of salvation is now and today. God bless and have a wonderful day.